pulling her cloak tight around her shoulders. She was about to quicken her pace when she noticed something, a bright and lively splash of color lying on the ground. A sweet scent carried by the cold breeze drew her in, enticing her to step off the path. As she walked closer and closer, she saw that it was a beautiful flower, richer and redder than anything she had ever seen. It was a rose, deeper and more vibrant than any flower that had ever grown in the valley, even more beautiful than her own beloved cloak. She stooped to pick it up, but a winged shadow passed overhead and a harsh call stopped her in her tracks. A bird swooped low over the treetops so that she could see its feathers were the deep black of the nighttime sky, as dark as the spaces between the stars, with a streak of white on each wing. All at once, a sweet and kindly voice called out to her. Good morning, little girl. Little Red Hood was startled but unafraid. She did not think that any wicked thing could have so kindly a voice, so she turned towards it and smiled. What is your name, little girl? The man's voice called out sweetly. I am called Little Red Hood, if you please, sir, came her reply. She curtsied as she had seen the princesses and fine ladies do in the books that she read in her grandmother's cottage. And what have you got in your basket, little Red Hood? Called the voice. Food and healing herbs, sir. At that, there was a rustling in the foliage, and out stepped a tall, thin man, wearing boots which had been polished into a brilliant shine. He was dressed in a crisp, elegant uniform, well-worn, but clean and cleverly mended. A big, wolf-skin coat was thrown over the uniform, warm and soft, with fine gray fur. The wolf's head was still attached, pulled up to form a sheltering hood. An old musket was slung over one shoulder, and a well-used saber was slung over the other, dangling down to his hip. Little Red Hood's mother and grandmother would have known at once that he was a hunter, well-paid, for the bounties he took, and quite good at his chosen profession. Little Red Hood did not know this. She only saw the pretty rose and only heard his kind voice. <laughs> Looking down at Little Red Hood, he smiled and cocked his head to the side. And where are you going with this basket, Little Red Hood? asked the hunter. I'm going to my grandmother, sir, she answered. Hmm. Where does your grandmother live, little Red Hood? Hmm? She noticed that the eyes of the wolf's head hood had been sewn closed to keep out the rain. She lives at the end of this path through the great forest in a little cottage near the foot of the mountains, sir. But it is a long walk from here, as path winds and curves, so I mustn't tarry. The hunter looked at her with a growing smile before he said sternly, 
No, you mustn't, Terry. Get on your way now, little Red Hood. And please, wish your grandmother a good evening from me when you see her. With a rustle and swirl of his wolfskin cloak, he vanished into the trees, leaving little Red Hood all alone. <laughs> 